Hey, hey, couples. Welcome to another episode of Keeping Your Marriage Hot and Holy with your love coach, Chara Taylor. Thank you so very much for listening to this show. I am very grateful for you. All right, guys, listen, in this episode, I want to talk about getting what you want, what you desire, and what you need out of your sexual experience with your spouse. So let's start by asking ourselves some questions. Ask yourself, do I still enjoy sex as much as I did when we first started having sex or even as much as I did before my spouse? For those of us who had sex before marriage, ask yourself, do I enjoy sex as much as I could with my spouse? Why not? Why? Why am I not enjoying this as much as I could? What has happened? Did we become complacent or are we allowing things to interfere? I think we all can agree that sex was designed to be enjoyed and to be pleasing, very pleasing. That's why so many of us like it, right or wrong. You know, it's okay to go ahead and laugh. So I want to start this off really by saying, do not allow your attitude to stop you from enjoying sex. Do not allow your expectations to stop you from enjoying sex. Do not allow selfishness to hinder your sexual gratification. Here is what I mean. If you have an attitude or you're frustrated with your spouse about something, don't let that stop the sex flow. If he or she has frustrated you, then take it out on them in the bed. Let loose. Give them something to remember. I hope you're following where I'm trying to go here. Listen, if you are sitting back and expecting your spouse to come and cater to your needs without you saying anything, then you may end up offended or angry. Those expectations are unrealistic and they only manifest the way you're thinking about them manifesting because you've seen it happen in a movie or in a fantasy land. In the real world, in real life, people are tired from the realities of life. So you will get more benefit and more pleasure out of sex if you decide to come out of the fantasy land and stop having um, certain expectations and stop expecting to have a sex slave. Those don't exist. Well, they shouldn't exist. You know what? There are times when it is appropriate to be selfish when we're talking about sex. I think there are appropriate times like um I don't want anybody else to want my spouse the way I want my spouse that's selfish but that is a healthy selfishness that you must have so you can have that selfishness what is not okay is thinking about only getting your sexual needs and wants met that's that selfishness is not okay like getting an attitude because you're not getting enough foreplay or because you want to be touched a certain way and the person hasn't touched you that way you know that kind of selfishness selfishness is absolutely not okay it's not about i i i i and if you're going to make it about i i i i then you need to be the one to initiate the sex to happen okay all right, so uh, here's what we here's what we must do, okay? What we must do is we must shift. Let me share with you how effectively shifting your thoughts and attitudes into a different perspective will wake up and shake up your sex um, playtime with your spouse. So let your selfish personal desires fuel your sex. That's number one. If you want some oral pleasure, then say so. 
Don't try to make subtle hints. Don't walk around pouting because you feel neglected or because you feel like your spouse is always getting their oral satisfaction on and you left out dry and sad. Yeah, the truth is you should not have to mention it. It should be automatic. But the reality is it's okay to just tell them what you want. Say it in a flirty way. You can send a text message or something. You can use emojis. We use emojis and the GIFs for everything else. Use them to send a message to your spouse. That point, the point is to make your request known. Say something. This way your spouse cannot say he or she didn't know. (laughs) Right? Listen, there's scripture that tells us that we are to make our requests known to God. And the truth of the matter is that God already knows what we want. He knows what we need. He knows our desires, but he still loves having a intimate connection with us through having a conversation with us, letting him know what we'd like. We can and should take this exact same concept into our marriages. Your spouse already knows what pleases you. But if you say something, he or she will could possibly get excited about doing it. In most cases, it works. And the truth is that as your as you age, your body goes through tons of changes. And then this affects us sexually as well. So telling your spouse what you want is important because he or she doesn't know that your body has changed and what used to work may not be working now. So talk it up. Say something. Make your request known to your spouse. You don't even need to say that your body has changed. Just say stuff like, you know, touch me here, kiss me there or whatever, wherever your need is. And as they move to the appropriate place and give you what you need, your response back to them will speak volumes to him or her. He or she is also getting excited that you're giving such intense response. And then this causes him or her to repeat the action. I heard a quote at a church once and and the pastor said that what gets celebrated gets repeated. So your spouse will repeat what he or she is doing based on your celebration or your reaction to his or her touch. Therefore, tell them what you need. Tell them where to go. Tell them how to do it. And then your your response will let them know, okay, this is good. And then they can repeat it. This may seem elementary, but we're having problems in our marriages because we're not doing it. Okay. Now, making your request known can spark conversation between you two. It can turn you both on and cause great anticipation for your next sexcapade. There are numerous benefits and advantages to telling your spouse what you want and how you want it, when you want it, where you want it. This also closes the door to the enemy's devices and removes chaos and confusion. So making your request known can be a tool to unify you and strengthen your marriage. Now, earlier I said, do not allow your attitude or anger to stop you from getting what you want, need and desire from your spouse. If your spouse has made you frustrated or angry, I believe the best way to release that frustration or anger is in a very heated session of hot sex. Turn, take it out on them. Sex him or her like crazy until they are unable to move. But all within the practice in the realm of safe sex, of course. I'm not talking about hurting each other or hitting each other. I'm referring to just using their bodies to let off some steam. Okay? Listen, you can use this same concept if you've had a bad day at work. Release it with your spouse. Your children are working your last nerves. Release it with your spouse. You got some bad news somewhere. We all hate that. But you can release the tension with your spouse. Your spouse may have said something that was offensive or did something that 
did not do something that you asked to do. Release it. Release it. Release it with your spouse. There was a group, a singing group called In Vogue, and they sang a song that said, I'm giving him something he can feel to let him know this love is real. So I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm backing up what they say, guys. Give him or her something they can feel. Take that frustration out on them, okay? Listen, are you frustrated that the TV or video game consoles or cell phones, social media, and all other sorts of technology, or maybe even work, has taken all the time away from you? If you are able and children are not around, what you can do is you can strip down to absolutely nothing, get right in front of his or her face, do a simple dance or something sexy, and I can guarantee you nine times out of ten, they will stop and attend to you. Now, another answer and remedy for this for this issue is to actually set some limits on your technology usage and have a dedicated time to shut off media when you guys are home together. Just real talk. Um, that's something that we should practice. Now, listen, here's something that's funny. The children of Israel in the in the Bible, they model the concept of using sex to let off frustration for us. Listen, the harder they were forced to work and build and be in slavery, the more children they had. They let that frustration off through sex. Okay, so much. And they was like, we're going to have to start killing them because they the more we work them, the more babies they have. So my concept is the, the more you get frustrated, the more sex you should have. I'm just saying it worked for them. We should try the same thing. OK, we absolutely need to stop allowing situations and circumstances to stop us from getting what we want and need when it comes to sex. This is only working when we're talking about things that we have control over. If there's a medical condition that you have no control over, then that's a whole nother topic and a conver- whole nother conversation. OK. The truth is you like sex. Admit it. Most people do. As many people rush into marriage. Well, now that you're married, don't let the attitudes and situations and angers or anything that you can control to stop you from getting it. Are you mad at him? Okay. Are you frustrated with her? Okay. Then just don't look at him. Flip it over. Let it happen from behind if necessary. But don't miss out on yours. It's the enemy's plan to stop you from connecting sexually. Flip the script on the enemy. Connect and let your sexcapade with your spouse be the release that you need. Now, in all seriousness, you know, talk. Tell your spouse what you want. Then get what you need. After all, 1 Corinthians 7, 5 tells us, do not deprive each other of sexual relations. They're talking to married couples. Do not deprive each other of sexual relations unless you both agree to refrain from sexual intimacy for a limited time so you can give yourselves more completely to fasting and prayer. Afterwards, you should come together again so that the Satan won't be able to tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Now, the longer you stay disconnected sexually, the more frustrated you become. You will lack self-control, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to go out and cheat. But you will lose your temper, say things you don't mean, have an unattractive attitude, walk around with a pouty face, or even be unpleasant. And people don't want to be around you. This is not the plan that God has designed for his married couples. So don't let trivial things stop you from connecting and enjoying sex. Tell your spouse what it is you like. Tell your spouse what it is you want. Then watch him or her do their very best to satisfy your request. As a testament of how this works, let me end this by telling you guys. I remember when me and my husband had to go through our period of learning this. I remember telling my husband, not like that today. I want you to blah, blah, blah. 
and he lovingly obliged and the outcome was phenomenal for both. Then he returned the favor by telling me what he wanted me to do. And each time was 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 amazing and it was effective. Okay, it was life changing and sex changing for both of us. Now we frequently speak up because it's with words. Okay, we we speak up. We tell each other. We text each other. We find other forms of communication and we haven't looked back once we learn to be free and uninhibited. So it's time for you to become free and uninhibited in this. We can honestly attest to the closeness that we have and how the enemy no longer uses us against each other sexually. So it is my hope and my prayer that you will begin to speak up about what you want from your spouse sexually. And even more that you will not let things keep you disconnected sexually. Let 1 Corinthians 7, 5 be your fuel for connecting. According to Paul, it must be, uh, we, we must do it and connect frequently. And apparently this is important because it's mentioned, okay? So I will end with this, with some song lyrics that I heard long ago that said, I, you gotta get yours. Get yours. I want you guys to get yours, have fun getting it, okay? Don't let nothing stop you from getting yours absolutely nothing all right guys that's my time thank you so much for joining me on this episode of keeping your marriage hot and holy i pray this has been a blessing and inspiration to you and your marriage please share this podcast um, with all your friends all your married friends and your single friends now you can also join me every fourth tuesday of the month on my awaken love show on bgknetwork.org at 2 and 8 p.m you can follow me on social media face i'm on facebook instagram twitter and youtube All right, guys, thanks again so much for joining. And until the next time, make sure you are keeping your marriage hot and holy. Take care.